Hi, this is Mark. I am the founder and CEO of Mark Everett Productions, and you are listening to the inaugural reboot episode of the Sound Advice Podcast, Episode 1. This podcast is brought to you by nobody yet, but we'll get there. Um, I'm going to start these podcasts with a tip of the day. The tip of the day is um, a very great vocal booth is one that you have in every home. And it's usually a very well um, accoutred closet. If you have a closet with uh, a very good amount of clothing in there hanging off the hangers, on shelves and everything else, not only is this on closed space, but has that... that uh, irregular size clothing you know not every shirt's the same not every pair of pants or suit and dress and everything else especially if you you're a married guy like myself and have both men and women's clothing in a closet it's going to be a lot of variation and those variations are going to take up sound in different ways thus deflecting reflecting whatever the sound and it's going to be a nice dead space that you don't have to do really much treatment in there if any at all so tip of the day a good closet is a good vocal booth um, I wanted to talk about live streaming um, in the times we're in right now I'm uh, recording this when in the midst of the I say about at least a month in full strong with the uh, or probably over a month of the COVID-19 crisis here in America uh, the pandemic had reached over here well, officially towards the beginning of March, but in, in decent, you know, good, decent sized numbers. But if you really talk to some people and get on some podcasts and start listening to some videos and watching some other things, you might find that, you know, a lot of people feel that they've had it even well before that. And there's people who feel that they had it in uh, late uh, 2019. In a lot of ways, uh, when I fell ill and was in the hospital, uh, I think it was about four years ago as a matter of fact a lot of the symptoms that they talk about other than the loss of sense of taste um a lot of that issues i had while i was in the hospital so you know this is something that everybody's dealing with and, and it's caused um concert venues bars clubs restaurants <laughs> and houses of worship you know all things that these are places that audio techs uh video guys, performers, uh, singers, musicians, waitresses, you know, bar house, everybody. These are places that, well, also, you know, ministers of music, uh, preachers, you know, whatever, uh, and so on and so on. These are, are places that, you know, depends on a live audience. You know, the whole purpose is a live audience. So, when it goes into a mandate situation where you can't either one have anybody really there or two if anyone's there it has to be very sparse and everybody has to be spaced out at least six feet apart uh it definitely yields a wildly different experience so people have slowly and sometimes very awkwardly have been switching to live streaming there uh, concerts, performances, but mainly what I'm going to talk about is uh, church services. Which I will give you a little backstory. I'm uh, I have a history of 
uh, background of singing R&B and gospel and jazz, but I, my forte is working in the church. I grew up in the Church of God and also um, have been a, I'm currently a member of a Methodist church, in, uh, St. John's United Methodist Church downtown in Houston, Texas. And, you know, there's different experiences, there's a lot of differences to the church experience, but there's a lot of things that are the same, which is everybody, especially I'm a African-American male, I t tend to go to predominantly black churches, thus, uh, you know, the, the, the worship experience at a black church is definitely different than a predominantly white church. Now, there are a lot of blurring of the lines as if it's happening a lot lately. So one person who I give a lot of credit to is Israel Houghton. Uh, this guy will do, you know, CCM, the contemporary Christian music, in a way that still has this kind of funkiness, you know, that and this, this real strong groove, you know, that... Uh, I really don't know anyone else that really matches him in that, that you know, consistently in doing so. But as far as live streaming with the predominant right church, I feel like they've been on that far, much on a much, they've been on that journey much longer than we have, and I feel like they're far more advanced than we than most black churches. There are some black churches who are who have been stepping up to their game and, and getting things online and and evolving and, and trying to present a better for better like a words a, a better product, but uh, it has been lacking in a lot of areas and um, there are a lot of things I'm going to be discussing in my future episodes about uh, not just uh, uh, white predominantly white contemporary Christian music, uh, catered apps and uh, websites and things of the nature. But I'm also going to talk about things that, uh, that are developed and are being used by predominantly black musicians and churches and, and of the like. And uh, they really bring the worship experience in a very organic way, but are doing it in a way that is very... Uh, uh, still very manageable and can be done with minimal uh, what was personnel but the specific aspect I'm talking about live streaming is what's happening lately um, I don't know who started this I believe it was DJ D nice with his Instagram just basically going on Instagram live setting up his equipment and just DJing for hours. Just, I mean, just doing doing his craft, you know? Just mixing it and just having a good time. Um, and then other DJs, they saw the success of that and they, they decided to uh, try to replicate this. So they've been trying to uh, do the same thing, do live streams, DJs and everything else. Then that kind of involved to these battles you know, di different DJs were battling back and forth. Then it got to different producers were back and forth. And the one that's a hot topic right now is the Teddy Riley versus Babyface Instagram battle. And uh, the, they had two parts to it because the first time they tried to do it, it, it failed miserably because there was just, uh, just a gang of technical errors that 
on Teddy's side that ended up just basically that I didn't even watch it, but I heard so much about it, and it just I don't know. It it, it didn't turn out well for Teddy. For Teddy, who's I'm telling you right now, from when I read it and, and heard about that guy, that guy is a straight up perfectionist. So anybody who has worked consistently with Michael Jackson is a perfectionist. But um, speaking of well, just to put a button on that, they did redo the Instagram live and. I think one of the things that contributed to the first round is that Teddy wanted to put on a full performance. He had a full band, dancers, and everything else. But the, uh, I'm going to explain later about Instagram and how it's very limited. Uh, that caused a roadblock. And Teddy was trying to do something next level. But uh, people are, are looking at it and saying, oh, oh, he messed up or he, he's just old. But I'm, I'm going to explain to in a little bit something that Lola Martin was bringing up and he actually brought it up on his uh, video channel um, that uh, Teddy was actually trying to take us to a next level. He's trying to bring us up. But anyway, um, so that Instagram battle, you know, started off bad and it was very much stripped down the second time. It was just basically the two of them sharing and then coming on each other on, on a live that was, you know, mutually set up. Uh, Teddy would play a track, Babyface would play a track back and forth, back and forth. At one point, I believe Babyface, Babyface actually picked up his guitar and just started playing something, you know, acoustically. So, I mean, I, I still got to go back and watch the whole thing. From what I saw, it was it was amazing. I'm a big fan of both of them. But uh, what I wanted to get into just quickly was, and this is where I'm talking about taking things to a next level, uh, Roland Martin had posed the question, or somebody posed a question and Marlon Martin was answering it. And I, I replied on this Twitter feed that, so I was talking about um, the Teddy Riley uh, babyface uh, Instagram battle. And I was uh, tweeting, responding to a Twitter post by Little Martin. Roland Martin was talking about, uh, uh, or replying to a post from a guy who was talking about how how live would have been, would have been if Prince and Michael Jackson would have done it. And I, I can't remember exactly what uh, Roland Martin's response was. I do know that it was to the point, or to to uh, paraphrase what he said, basically Prince would have won, which I agree with. Uh, I, I can I can save the whole Prince Michael Jackson debate for another podcast because that's a whole nother episode. Um, but I replied and said. Yeah, it would have been dope, but this is the point. I don't think either Mike or Prince would have even done it on Instagram. See, here's the thing about Instagram. Uh, back in 2012, Facebook saw Instagram as its competitor, which it was. And they put an offer and they actually bought the company for, I think it was about a, a billion dollars. I'm not, I'm not positive. I believe they bought it for a billion dollars back in 2012. Might have been more than that, but now Instagram is connected to Facebook. Matter of fact, if you set up a business page on Facebook, you can connect that Instagram to that business page, and everything all integrated. Well, see, this is the issue with that. Facebook will never let a subsidiary outshine the flagship product. In other words. There's no way, being that they both have the going live function with Facebook Live and Instagram Live, 
that there's no way that Facebook, the, the, the parent company, is going to allow a subsidiary product to be better than the, than the, than the big dog. Thus, they throttle it. They throttle it, they contain it, and they limit it. You can't use any third-party apps or really anything with Instagram Live. And you basically have to use a phone. I, I don't even know if you can even, uh, I believe you can uh, use Instagram through Google Chrome on a desktop or a laptop. But other than that, you basically have to use Instagram app on your phone or a tablet and you use it in that manner. Uh, Roland Martin was bringing and later did a video on YouTube and was talking about how Teddy Rod was trying to do something. He's trying to take us to the next level. He was, uh, people were saying, oh, he was trying to do too much. He was trying to stream it on Instagram and also do stream it on his website. Uh, Instagram doesn't have an ad revenue function. You know, there's no way you can make money on Instagram unless you are promoting your own product. You know, it's not like YouTube that after a certain range of views, you get paid stuff. That's, that's Basically, you are giving Instagram free content. And Roland Martin was actually bringing up the issue and saying, well, why are we giving them, especially as black people, why are we giving them free content? We need to control our content better. And that's what Teddy was doing. And then I replied, you know, uh, concurring with that um, that analysis and also saying, look, here I am in Houston, Texas. I have an um, uh, older brother. Actually, I have a younger sister also. She lives in Nashville or Kentucky, actually. Uh, but my brother, his wife, and his uh, their two sons. One plays um, guitar, the other one plays drums. And my brother plays keys and my sister-in-law sings. And also living in the area is one of my older cousins. And the the really the four of us as a core, but also with the two nephews that that, that, that they're actually kind of part of the group now, uh, form a group called Branch of David. There's two other members of the group that my cousin uh, Anthony and my cousin Paula, who are both brother and sister of my cousin Raina, the one that was saying was um, also here in Houston. Uh, whenever we have the opportunity, we actually add them into whatever performance we're doing, you know, but the, being that they're out of state, it's a little bit more difficult. But for the past few weeks, uh, with the exception of last week because of a weather issue, we've been streaming a praise and worship set directly from my brother's house for like three or four weeks straight. And I want to say probably even more than that. And they have production elements. You know, I have, I have graphics. I have, I'm cutting to different um, camera angles. Uh, and at one point we actually at, we throw it to my aunt and uncle that's living on, my brother lives on the south side of Houston. Uh, my aunt and uncle lives on the north side of Greer Houston. And I actually bring them in from their house. And uh, one of them will do like a, uh, or a like almost like a s- s- sermonette, you know, doing reading a scripture and kind of doing a little devotional thing, you know, it's just a small quick thing. And it's all packaged up into, and I, I even got ending credits and everything. I'm doing this all from an iPad, man. So how is it that we're sitting here limiting ourselves to Instagram, who you can't use third or third third party plugins or, or really anything. You can't use any outside input. You have to use, which is why you always see these DJs. They're basically setting up a, uh, a a phone or a tablet, and all the audio and video is coming off of that device. That's subpar. 
That's subpar, and we, we know you shouldn't be aiming for that. And w the the app that I use for streaming, uh, for for production uh, of the the uh, video elements and everything else, is an app called it's an iOS app called Switcher Studio. And with Switcher Studio, I can take any iOS device that has a camera and use it as a source as long as I'm on the same Wi-Fi network. And I can have these all networked together and I have nine different camera angles. And I was and you can you know, I'll have the links to the to the uh where you can actually see the uh uh live streams and everything else. And I'm doing I'm switching cameras, I'm putting titles up. I even got little uh videos, uh quick uh ten minute hit videos, uh kinda like title videos of uh, on on the exit, it kind of gives like a uh, oh, it's like a like a bumper, like a radio bumper or something, you know. But it's more of like a video version, it's like a tag. And this is what we need to be aiming for. So on my next podcast, I'm not just gonna. This is basically I was telling you about live streaming, uh, how it can be done. It can be done with not. You don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment, you know. And my, on my next podcast i'm gonna actually um give some hints and some tips on how to do a live stream especially for a house of worship all right and uh this is gonna go confident i'm gonna actually do a video and that's gonna explain it all out in the video and when we put out a podcast next week for the episode two i'm gonna lightly explain it in the podcast but i'm also gonna go in depth in the video that you can sign up um through my facebook page which the links will be uh, wherever this is, uh, you, you catch this at, and um, go to my Facebook page, and then there will be a link uh, on there to download a free video, which actually explains a lot of the things that I'm talking about, all right? And then we're going to take it even further. I'm going to be able to offer for a nominal fee, uh, over internet consultations i can walk you as much as i can I, I can't do everything that i that you know i would normally do if i was in person you know i can't tune your system because i'm not in the room you have to mix the audio for how it is in the room or for what you're mixing it for but i can do consultations as far as mixing uh setup uh equipment purchases everything else so anyway that's it. That's just what I wanted to bring to you. Uh, when it comes to live streaming, man, just have fun with it. And not just have fun with it. Try to be as professional as you can be. You know, we're not all going to do NBC, CBS, or, you know, what ESPN-type production-level uh, graphics and, 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 and animations and everything else. But what we can do is do the best that we can with the little sources that we have. And you'd be surprised what you can use and what you can do. You could do these. You can have a whole band running. I'm gonna, and that's something else I'm going to show in, my, in this next episode. You can have a whole band by yourself on the fly. Uh, you can use backing tracks, which I have a, a, a link to a website that you can go to and get, especially for... Uh, gospel music and it has a vast library of custom made tracks if you need a specific track they will do it for you but uh we're going to be giving all that information and try to pack it in and really really try to help anybody that can and then hey have have 
no reservations and leave a comment and asking a question i'll reach out to you man you know i'm not too big to add to answer a question but i i do have some years in experience in this i have uh done production for conventions and different concerts and i i have a lot that i can i'm still learning a lot that's the one thing that you need to learn um as a sound man i just want to give you a quick um before i close this out a quick uh almost almost like a ten commandments for a sound man but it's, it's not general because it's just it's just very simple rules that you gotta learn number one if you are doing this job to be thanked or to be recognized or to be uh heralded uh, you're in the line you're in the wrong line of work and that's really for anybody in the production element because you're not on stage okay even if you're on stage a lot of times you don't get all the the hype and the glory you know because it's usually somebody out in front of you that's doing that but you're you're not in this for the hype you're not in this for the glory you're not in this for uh recognition because especially if you are working in a church you're not doing this to glorify yourself you're going doing this to glorify the name of god that is your focus all right so number one it ain't about you number two learn as much as you possibly can there is absolutely there is no person no top engineer no one knows everything there's a lot of girls you know a lot oh they know a lot but nobody knows everything and you never know where your source of knowledge for that uh, certain subject or that day or that interest will come from so number one it's not about you number two always be willing to uh learn something more and number three uh this is more for the old heads digital is not a sin i don't know why people think that anything digital is the work of the devil uh, I, mean, I understand that there's certain aspects of it which i'll get to in a later podcast of whether it should be digital or analog and, and this is what should i invest in but right now d- digital equipment has the price point has gotten so low and so effective the equipment that's offered in that price range you'd be crazy to try to do everything the way that it used to be done you know unless you're just looking for a specific sound or a specific setup but again let's go back over number one it's not about you number two seek knowledge always three digital not a demon number four most always have fun man hey you're doing something that you like you're doing something you have interest in something that you actually re- really dig you know this might be your full-time job might be a side hustle whatever it is do it it might be something that you just volunteer for do it with full passion actually want to learn actually want to delve into read the manuals you know do the different webinars and everything else really get into it all right, my name is Mark. I'm from Mark Everett Productions, and you guys are listening to the Sound Advice Podcast. Uh, be t- uh, keep tuned, keep listening in. I will have episode two next week, and I'm going to stay on this and make sure I'm just constantly pushing out content. As long as you're listening, I'll be there. All right, thanks much. Bye bye.